Welcome to the Heather Penny Podcast. We're excited to have you here. We've got some great guests joining us, a lot of profound wisdom and insight that I think you're going to learn a lot because I know we get to learn from one another and we just get to join our collective wisdom together and move out into this world so that we can get more clarity, more confidence, and more courage. More importantly, so that you can step into the life that only you are made for. So let's dive in. Welcome, Stephanie. I'm so happy to have you to the Heather Penny podcast show. We got to meet under some fun circumstances. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit of how you got to meet me? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I actually, um, I have read a lot of Bob Goff books and I'm probably a Bob Goff fan girl. And I saw, uh, got an email that said he was having a workshop at, at his Oaks Retreat Center. And I thought, you know, I'd like to go. I was about being a speaker. I like speaking. So I had just spoken to a group and I thought I'm going to go and I'm going to act like I'm really interested in being a speaker. I really just wanted to meet Bob Goff. And it was <laughs> such a surprise because there were only 29 people. You were one of the very first people I talked to. <laughs> and I had to say, I came away thinking, you know, Bob's great, but the people I met were so interesting. Yes. And it really started this kind of new journey for me, which I never would have expected. You know, I just went there with the book for him to sign. (laughs) And boy, did it unfold from there, didn't it? (laughs) It really did. And it's, it's very exciting. And I think that, um, it's, it's kind of what we're talking about today. Oh, cool. Well, Stephanie and I had so much fun because she called me a couple days ago, or I think it was a couple days ago. I was on your podcast. So that's right. And then we had so much fun talking. I said, Hey, Stephanie, will you be on my podcast? (laughs) And this is where I want to introduce our topic to our listeners. The reason that I asked Stephanie on was because I have just written a book on clarity, confidence, courage. It's called The Life You're Made For, and I'm very excited about it. And so Stephanie had me on to interview me about my book. And I said a really interesting phrase that got both of us talking. And it was this idea of, hey, we're not we're not just aging, Stephanie. We are saging, aren't we? <laughs> And I said, whoa, I'm stealing that from you. That is so good. (laughs) So tell us a little bit of why that really resonated with you. The reason it resonated is because I'm okay. I'm I'll be honest. I'm 58 years old in a couple of days. And I had a uh, first career, you know, Mm -hmm. out of college, 10 years, corporate career, quit to have kids, had a second career, kind of an unexpected thing, started a, you know, started a hobby, started a cause. I was trying to teach people how to, um, buy food for charity using grocery coupons because I'm one of those people you wouldn't want to get behind in the grocery store line, the mm. gal with the stack of coupons. <laughs> anyway, that actually turned into this wonderful 20 year career um, called, you know, Coupon Mom. Mm. And we reached millions of people to help their families save money on groceries. It was my favorite topic, it was a hobby, and it ended up being this fabulous thing. So three years ago, I um, decided to retire. I mean, the website's still running. We still have people who run it, but I retired as the full-time office job. And that's pretty good, right? Retiring at 55 and now we can just travel and um, we did everything. We bought an RV. We went on a cruise. We did all that stuff for about a year, a year and a half. And I felt like, is this the rest of my life? Mm. I mean, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. But what I really learned was um, leisure is fun when it's a vacation or when it's special. But if you don't have 
a, like Mm. a purpose, a project, something Mm -hmm. that makes you feel really productive, you are probably going to age a lot faster. Wow. I think so. So I I started volunteering. There's volunteering. I love, um, but when I went to Bob Goff's workshop, I came away feeling like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I'm not Mm. done. Bob actually told me, you know, you're not done. (laughs) You don't have to be done. And And my feeling was, I should just be so thankful. I had this wonderful bonus 20-year career. Who am I to come? And then I, now I'm on fire. Now it's, now I'm talking to people like you and I'm thinking, you know, clarity, (laughs) confidence, and courage. And I want to jump out of the airplane with the parachute. And there's so much that can be done, Mm -hmm. especially when you're in a position where you are retired and, you know, we do have some money saved. And what kinds of things could you do? Yes. No, oh, I there's love it. lots of things we can do. So, yeah. oh, I love it. I love it because I can hear you getting on fire. And I want to just say, you know, I think there's a message out there for us aging. And I want to say even maybe even more for us women sometimes, right? Aging's bad. You're, you're getting slower. You're getting, you're getting, um, more wrinkly. You're getting, I mean, fill in the blank, right? We're just right. told message after message and you don't even realize how much it's inundating you. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I'm hearing you shift is saying, wait a minute, I'm not done. Wait a minute. I'm saging. I'm not aging. And they think that's where I'm calling out this middle age and beyond, because I think we start even use the term we're over the hill. We're kind of now coasting downward. Right. And I'm just, I was nine. Right. Yeah. What are some of the messages you feel like you've heard that have been so uh, derogatory toward aging? Which, well, um, as women look at appearance, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, people don't say, did you get Botox? They say, where do you get your Botox? Oh, <laughs> yeah. do you know, they actually have a national Botox month. No. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm not criticizing not Botox. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. Um, but you'd like to live for a little bit more than, didn't you? You have to live for a little mm-hmm. bit more. And yeah, with aging, we have to accept certain things. For example, mm-hmm. I was a runner my entire life. Mm-hmm. About four years ago, just, you know, injuries and come on, our bodies mm-hmm. get worn out. So I just shifted. Mm-hmm. I shifted to that Peloton bike. I absolutely love it. I thought I was going to hate not running and it ended up that's easier on our body, but you can still exercise, I guess is my point. There's right. always an alternative. And I remember years ago, Heather, I was with a friend and her mother mm-hmm. and I thought the mother was so old in retrospect, I realized she was 50. Okay. I'm 58, but it's super young now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super young. And we were in our 20s and we were just chatting with the mom. And I just asked her the question, what was your favorite age you ever were? And I actually thought she would say her 20s, right? Because that's when you're, and she said, oh my gosh, the age I am right now. And I said, you wouldn't want to be in your 20s. And she said, and I've never forgotten this. And she hit the nail on the head. She said, I would never trade how I feel about myself and my life now. Mm-hmm. with those years of insecurity in my twenties. Yep. So, you know, when I look back, you know, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, mm-hmm. especially, you know, I can, I'm 30 years later, so I can appreciate this, but don't worry so much. Don't question yeah. yourself so much. Don't compare yourself to others so much. Mm-hmm. Sandra Stanley, Andy Stanley's wife has a phrase. I love, like, if God was looking at you, God would say, you're fine because you're mine. Oh, I love okay. it. <laughs> if we could just really in, in our twenties, uh-huh. if we could get to the place of how we yeah. feel now, which is like, you know, I'm kind of fully baked. Yeah. yeah. I'm working on stuff, but 
I mean, it's not filled with those insecurities. There's this confidence yeah. like, you know, God has a purpose for our life and, and he created us and he loves us and he knows us. And why am I questioning what he created? Right. Right. Oh, and I love it. I would much rather have a few wrinkles mm-hmm. and have that perspective than, um, I mean, well, and in my twenties, I can remember we actually quoted glamor magazine. Glamour magazine was our Bible. <laughs> remember the fashion do's and don'ts. Am I oh, dating yeah. myself here? Yeah. yeah. I remember those. Even teen magazine. We were always taking those quizzes. <laughs> thinking we were going to find the perfect spouse or the perfect boyfriend at the time. <laughs> they were so deep. Now I feel sorry for the young gals. They're so inundated with like stuff. I hope yeah. I don't offend anyone. They're like the bachelor. Yeah. You know, that's what life is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there's so much more, isn't it? I mean. So as you're moving into this staging and I can hear you get, getting on fire. And I think that's why we had so much fun talking because when you don't have those things holding you back, those insecurities, those fears, your identity feels a little unstable. You don't have anything that holding you back and you have that combined with a passion. I mean, isn't this the fun season of life? <laughs> exactly. Well, Heather, exactly. Yeah. And so like, I, as I said, I still have my coupon mom website. I still have this email newsletter. I realized I have a little bit of a platform. I had my, okay. I had my unbelievable, couldn't, you know, dream come true. All right. And then I meet people. I call them like my podcast is, you know, join us for conversations with inspiring people doing amazing things. And I look and I think, I wonder if that person needs a little boost. Mm-hmm. They're doing amazing things. Is there something that I can do? Like mm-hmm. I connected with an author. I just finished her book a few days ago. It was one of those books that kind of was a little bit life changing, rocks your world. You're like, wow, this is amazing. I reached out to her. I asked if she'd come on my podcast. And as it turns out, she's doing these really cool things with um, women in Africa, fair trade. Mm-hmm. They're making jewelry. I have a website that reaches you know, thousands of people. And she said, could we promote their jewelry on your website? I'm like, absolutely. Yes. And she <laughs> said, we'll pay it. you a commission. I'm like, no, you're not paying me a commission. <laughs> you want as much profit as possible to go to these women in Africa. But Heather, that's what is cool. It's like, yep. finally, I'm at a position in my life. I don't need your commission. I actually do yep. have a platform and here's a great way to use it. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And that just kind of organically grew out of coupons and now you're realizing, oh my word, this has got a huge reach. I'm looking into my passion, my purpose. I'm looking into the second half of my life when I've earned my stripes everywhere and I've earned every wrinkle and every gray hair, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. So, um, and when you think about over your life, how many people have lifted you up? Yeah. You know, I'm working on a book and I have a chapter called Pivotal People. And I kind of drilled it down to, there were four individuals who, if they had not stepped into the story, the story would not have happened. Mm. It would have ended. Mm. So there are lots of people who help you along the way, but these were pivotal people. And so I feel like I'm in a position in my life. Could I be a pivotal person for somebody? That gives me goosebumps. The idea of that, could I be, okay, so now I'm looking for people. That's what I'm doing. Like, Like that author I told you about, I met you at a workshop. I'm going back to another workshop. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. doing inspiring things. Mm-hmm. You know, th- they inspire us, amazing things. They're trying to make a difference. And I know how they feel because 20 years ago at the beginning of my thing, 
I felt like that. It was this mm-hmm. crazy concept. I was just a crazy lady. I had a big dream, mm-hmm. but I had no money and I had no, you know, yeah. extra time. I had two little kids, but there were enough people who kind of crowd surfed me mm. that I did, you know, I eventually went on the Oprah Winfrey show, which what? was way to bury the lead, Stephanie. Exactly. <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing of this. <laughs> and you know what? That was like eight years into it because it was the recession wow. in 2008 and they needed a grocery saving expert. And I was one of the few people who had been on TV doing it. They called me on a Wednesday night. Okay. I know it, but I'm going off on a tangent, but this still, I answer my office phone. It's eight 30. Who's calling me at eight 30 PM on a Wednesday night. And the woman on the phone says, this is Hillary. I am a producer with your Oprah Winfrey show. Oh my gosh, that still gives me like, oh and I just said goodness. in my head, I said, dear God, please let me say exactly what she wants to hear. Two days later, they were at my house. We filmed the story, but that oh was, my goodness. even though we were eight years in mm-hmm. that little six minutes on that show, um, I wow. don't even know how to describe it. It just changed everything. Wow. So I'm not Oprah Winfrey, but is there a way that, so I do believe that I have the time, I have the resources, maybe a platform, maybe we'll grow this platform. I just would love to lift people up because I know how much it means on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that. When you talk about lifting people up specifically, where do you want to lift them up? Well, everyone has a dream. Like, so when you talk to people and they have a dream, there's always a, a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. You know, a stumbling block might be they've got a newsletter mm-hmm. with uh, 200 people. Well, mm-hmm. I have one with 50,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe they have, they don't have a website. Maybe, um, maybe they don't have money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying, I'm really praying to be open mm-hmm. to discovering these possibilities. I'm going back to another workshop. Um, at wow. Bob's Oak Center. I know I'm going to meet people. I mean, yeah. there were so much. Do you remember how many people were on fire for their dreams at that workshop? I do remember that. And I remember thinking the same thing. I'm like, I love Bob, but wow, the people that are attracted to Bob, yes. which is, is beginning to hit me. That's what we get to do is we sage. I mean, right. how cool is that? And we used to just think, oh, it's everybody else, right? Everybody else that we get to be influenced by, they're the cool ones. They're the ones that are really changing my life. And all of a sudden it's dawning on me. I'm 51. We are becoming those people. We've got to like step it up and we got to really own our staging and not our aging and sit there, keep, you know, counting our wrinkles or our gray hair or whatever the five pounds we're putting on. Let's start really owning the fact that we're staging and start owning that purpose to help be a pivotal voice in someone's life. I think that's what I'm really excited to get people on fire about. Yeah. I love that. And mm-hmm. when you think about um, where you were at the beginning of your journey, I mean, oh, look yeah. how many, yeah. And yeah. look, you know, when you're at the beginning of a journey, you were so full of big ideas, Yeah, but you just, you know, are probably under-resourced. Most under-resourced. People are under-resourced. Yeah. And experiencing lots of failures, rejections, confusion, right? Right. Just on and on because we're trying to fumble through it for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's right. And even if, can you remember at the beginning people who just, maybe they didn't give you any money, they didn't have, but they encouraged mm-hmm. you. Yes. Do you remember the people who encouraged you? And oh, they, yeah. 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 The things they said, yeah. I can remember one sentence someone would say to me, which I have not forgotten in 20 years, that they have no idea the impact of that one encouraging sentence. Do you remember what it was? Yes, I do. 
Do you want to share? Yeah. One man, I've been bringing food to charity because I bought all this food for charity with um, coupons and I brought it every day and I was teaching the other volunteers how to do it. And there was an elderly man at the charity and he came up to me and he said in a very quiet voice, Stephanie, you are an angel. Thank you for what you're doing. And he hugged me. Um, You know what? I'm not an angel, but that sweet man gave me such encouragement that day. Yeah. Like, okay, this matters. I'm just one person bringing food every day, but this nice man noticed it. Yes. And he made me feel like it mattered, even though it was a small thing, you know, in the big picture is a small thing. It was a huge thing to me and he could see it was a huge thing to me. So anyway, it doesn't have to, it's little things we say to people and really spur them on. Oh, I just love that. And you don't even know when they need to hear it, right? You right. maybe be, were just kind of thinking through, oh, I'm just doing what I feel like I want to do. And it's just easy for me. And I had no idea it's influencing someone and becoming that. I love your phrase, a pivotal moment. You know, that's, and I have one I'm thinking of my mind where it wasn't too long ago. It was probably about six months ago. I had worked with a young woman and I remember we'd gone out to dinner and we were just having a great time. And I really didn't, I enjoyed my time with her. I just didn't realize what I had done in her life. And she gets up and we go to hug each other, say goodbye. And she whispers in my ear, you have no idea how much you changed my life. And I was like, no, I don't. And I don't know if I handled it well, but I was so shocked because I was just doing what I love and showing up on the phone with her once a week for a couple months. And I had no idea that I changed her life. And I had no idea that that was, I was that influential. And I kind of made a joke. I go, Oh, maybe I should write a book. (laughs) I don't know if I handled it well, which I did, but I was like, I still think about that. And I go, I didn't know I was a pivotal person. I just was kind of skipping along, starting my coaching company and beginning to realize I have this, almost this wake behind me. And I need to be aware of that and look back because I am now moving into an arena where I, I looked at other people thinking, Oh, they're the mentors. Oh, they're the developers. Oh, they're the teachers. And Stephanie, we're becoming those people. We're actually the grownups. I hate to tell you. It's like when it really (laughs) hit me. No, we're the grownups. We're the grownups. We, yeah, we can't, we can't go on the downward slide or with the downhill yet. We got to stay fired up because we got to be able to give back and really be a pivotal person. Not that that's our goal. Not that it's our goal to kind of have this ego thing to say, we're going to be out there and just be the best with everybody, but we are definitely wanting to step into it and say anything we can do to be coming along in that moment to support you when you need it. Lucky me, lucky us, right? That's right. Lucky us. And it's really paying attention. And the other thing is, you know, you talked about this one person said this to you. Well, everybody, you know, you don't have to everyone in their lives has a wake of people behind them of lives they're impacting Mm -hmm. and they don't realize that my father said to me years and years ago, I would get emails from people when I had the website. It was, that would make me cry. You know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I would cry at a Hallmark commercial, but anyway, I would get these emails and just a single email could really inspire Mm -hmm. me for a long time. And, Mm -hmm. and I said, um, I told my father that, and he said, you know, God gives you glimpses of encouragement like that but you could never possibly handle knowing all of it. Mm. You could never possible. You couldn't handle knowing that wake of people whose lives you've impacted, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you get a little bit of a reminder because we need to keep doing it. And so much of it is just paying attention. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what, maybe that's, you know, 
why I wanted to meet Bob Goff so much. I mean, mm-hmm. in reading his books, he's taught me so much about pay attention, take the time, don't miss who's right next to you or who you might mm-hmm. bump into. Take, um, take you know, more than a couple of minutes to talk to someone mm-hmm. because you'll just discover something wonderful. Mm-hmm. And one thing about being, you know, older and being retired is I have a lot more time to do that. You know what? Mm-hmm. I always had the time mm-hmm. when I was busy, you know, mm-hmm. I still had those extra couple of minutes. I just wasn't taking it. Mm-hmm. We all have those yep. extra, but yeah, it's like mm-hmm. letting the person in front of you in traffic. Mm-hmm. I always let them in now. Where am I going? <laughs> So I could take a beat. I could take an extra five seconds. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you took the time with me because you reached out and then we had this fun connection. And then I got to hear about what you got to accomplish and I got inspired. It's just amazing what little seeds we start. We have no idea how they're going to be watered, whether it's in a company or a business, an entrepreneur project, or whether it's actually in a relationship or working with people or dropping off coupons or dropping off food. And in my case, I coach and I work with people. I don't know who I'm influencing sometimes who I'm not, but some people will come back to me just even years later and say, when you said that comment, I thought, my goodness, that's, I cannot be worried about aging. I have to really be focusing on the staging because that will take us out of the game, won't it? Right. And it's really wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maturity and wisdom which mm-hmm. sadly you can't snap your fingers and get it in your twenties. Mm-hmm. You try. I mean, it does take years. I always remind myself of this. Well, I have two sons of the twenties. I, mm-hmm. I wish I could get this in their head. I'm like, gosh, it took me 30 years to figure it out. You're so right. Mm-hmm. So I, but honestly, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, there are some people who have aged better than I have in terms of the whole wrinkles thing, but um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you know, like everything, as you mature, you get less self-focused, ideally. And ideally. more others, yes. ideally, yes. more others focused and uh-huh. more others focused we get. And my gosh, look at Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Did she worry about wrinkles? No, she did not. Exactly. <laughs> and do we all think she's wonderful? Of course we do. Yes. So, <laughs> so as we kind of wrap up here, uh, I'm going to ask a question. I'll answer it first. So I'll buy you a little bit of time because I'm putting you on the spot, Stephanie. But when I'm thinking about saging, and and I'll be honest, we all have our dark moments where we're like, darn it, how many gray hairs do I have to have? How many wrinkles are, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I have my vanity at times myself. Absolutely. But, you know, something that keeps pulling me forward to focus on saging versus aging is really this idea of staying curious in life, staying curious about what I don't know, staying curious with people, staying curious with even my husband that I've known for 28 years. There's still stuff that I get to learn learn and kind of grow with him, staying curious about my kids, staying curious about where I get to develop and grow as a coach in my company, where it's going to take me, the people. All of this is something that I realize I'm reaching for that really cultivates this idea of saging versus aging. So what cultivates saging for you? Well, for me, it is the freedom Mm. of not having to worry. Like I said to you, I don't have to worry about if my thing makes Mm. any money. I don't have to make any money. Mm. And the freedom of, you know, I'm not going to worry about what they think about me. Yeah. You know, the stuff I used to worry, but the stuff that used to suck the energy Mm. out of your cause. Now, to me, I I honestly feel, I know this is crazy, but Bob Goff does this to you. I had two really exciting careers but I honestly feel like I'm on the brink of an even better one. 
Oh, how exciting. whatever this is, whatever this is, you know, we're, um, mm-hmm. we don't even have a name for it yet. Coupon mom and friends, it's this whole idea <laughs> of seeking out people and seeing how we can connect, how we can yeah. learn from each other, how we can lift each other up. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm I so happy it. to have met you. And I was so, you know, I got off our, our podcast call and I thought, Oh my gosh, seriously, that's what a podcast is. I get to talk to interesting people for half an hour. Wow. This is great. Why didn't I discover this sooner? So I appreciate yeah. so much that you yeah. had me on yours and I am learning from you. And I appreciate that. Oh, thank you, my fellow saging person. And we're <laughs> going to commit to saging together. And I can't wait to see what where you are in a year. Because with that freedom, with this new passion, with resources, with eh, nothing holding you back. I mean. I think you're going to have some fun and I'm really looking forward to kind of just saying, Hey, Stephanie, what are you up to in 2022 or maybe even 2023? I want to just see where, where this all leads you, where it takes you. <laughs> and you too. I want to, I'm interested and excited for your book. Oh. Your book is going to be fabulous. I can't wait to send it to both my kids and for me to read it. Oh, thank you, my friends. So for all my listeners, you can find my book at any of the big stores, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target. You can also just go straight to my website. It'll direct you to that. And on my website, heatherpenny.com, I've got lots of free stuff. I've got articles, blogs. Uh, You can also access my podcast from there as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, Stephanie. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Goodbye. Take care, everyone. Start, keep saging, not aging.